Dude, oh my gosh, dude. Those Black Hogwarts things have me dying laughing. Dude, I was gonna bring up Black Hogwarts. I so much. <laughs> dude, I <know. laughs> Invisibility Tim's legit. Like, I that was the moment where I was like, I hate black people so much. We are so <laughs> stupid, but I, I just, love I, it. Like, I, I literally had to get up and walk away from my screen. <laughs> Magic Johnson, the boy who lived. Dude, the boy who lived. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, again, it's just, we oh, don't do man. nothing, but if we're going to be us, we're going to be us. I love Yo, I, I love Black Twitter so much. And Black oh, Hogwarts is definitely the gift that kept giving. What's up, bros? What up, bro? And welcome to Bruh Meets World. When it's Bruh Meets World. Your Boy Meets World fan cast. I'm Siege. And I'm Tony Curtis. And, okay, so, tell so, me, Curtis, so where yeah. are you at? What's going on? Um, well, I saw this episode, and I, you know, there's, I feel like there's a lot to talk about. I don't know if there's, like, a, if there's, like, an overall thing I walked away with, but I just remember thinking, like, oh, I'm really excited to talk about these little moments throughout the episode. Yeah, honestly, this is, um... Again, I, I I feel like I keep saying this, but we're reaching this turning point where there's so many things we're approaching, uh, and it just, also reminds me of what Boy Meets World does best. Yeah, just everything's just starting to work so seamlessly now, and I really like Topanga in this episode a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, you know what? I, we're both excited. So let's uh, start with our Tell Me About It, this episode, episode 13 of uh, season one, which is She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Uh, episode Tell Me About It is Eric. Oh, can I just, I'm, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you. I just want to say we, this, we only have, there's, including this episode, there's only 10 episodes left for the season. Are you serious? Oh, we're halfway yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're definitely like we're we're in the countdown for the for the rest of the season. All right, cool. Um, the tell me about it for this episode. Eric talks to Corey's class about the future they have to look forward to. I I, I think Eric tries to do that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely get um a, a little bit uh more of him taking that that role a little bit more seriously the second time around but the first time around is just it's very interesting and it seems like it wasn't things that Corey's class had to look forward to as much as things that eric was like particularly excited about exactly <laughs> um so. so let's get into the episode hey yo yeah, opening scene. Uh, Topanga walks into the class to find a paper flower on her desk, uh, and she like <laughs> immediately asks Minkus uh, if he left the white rose there for her, and he denies it while reading a book. On My origami. dude is reading a, a book about origami. <laughs> you have like this origami flower, uh, and he also points out he's like, oh, also it's not like a, a white rose; it's a. Camilla, I think he said it's like a cam- camellia. Yeah, and he says some really suave shit about it being like and meaning perfect loveliness. Yeah, exactly. And while we're doing this, it's a little meat cute, of course. And Corey and Sean are watching, and they are like, "Love is blooming in the nerd set." Uh, and I just, I love it. Well, it's interesting because uh, Feeney comes in and he talks. He, he's like, "You know, how was your weekend?" And then <laughs> I think Corey says that he's like, "Oh." Uh, we mom, my mom cooked brownies, and we watched monster movies, which ends up being kind of a, a 
a thing in the plot later on. <laughs> Sean says he stole blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly. Not ironically, know. like he legit as a child sold blood. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a, a weird thing for him to say, and the idea of, again, we kind of hit on his uh, financial troubles a little earlier, so maybe yeah. this is what Sean did this weekend. You know, we wrote it off as a joke, but man, yeah, possibly, maybe times are possibly. harder than we think. <laughs> uh, oh, Feeney says that uh, they will have a guest lecturer, uh, and enter Eric. Yeah, and Eric's whole point is to be like, hey, you guys are going into high school next year. Let me get give you the lowdown. But he also says that they're going into seventh grade. So we're just, again, we're in this world where it's normal for high school to start at seventh grade, which outside of this show, I've never heard of this. I don't know. I mean, like, I've heard of schools that do this. I've heard of schools uh, where they're... Um, I guess transition are uh, the way that the, it's broken up is completely different. Uh, so I never really judge it, but at, at that point in time for me, it's all, especially now that it's in the past, if you're not a sophomore or a senior, I just assume you're in middle school. I mean, I mean, Boy Meets World absolutely does that because there's a a lot of glossing over great. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Like not even like, um, like I've heard of places where, uh, middle school is only like sixth and seventh grade like i've heard of different variations but i've never heard of just there being grade school and high school yeah that just that's so i don't that know maybe, maybe that's old school you need that middle school period yeah because that that's all just puberty and awkwardness like you those are like leopards you want to put them on the island by themselves. <laughs> I, wanna say, I think that's why they they did separate it because they're like nah it's just it's too much chaos to have yeah. like the in the exact same building as kindergartners having someone who just started b- sprouting facial yeah. hair seventh grade is like what 11 12 yeah, and like to be like in the, like the same school as like an 18, 19 year old. I don't know. That's yeah. Again, I think that they specifically, if this is if we're correct, I think they separated middle school and those three years because you have to admit, like, even if you are doing it for two years or three years, to do have an entire school for just three grades seems weird. If you weren't aware, you like yeah, those of years. all the yeah of everything that happens in those three years, so I don't know. I mean, it definitely shows because we're going to see next season when they go to high school, everyone looks like they're adults. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so, but before we do this, Eric enters the class, and Corey's surprised to see Eric, and it doesn't seem like even Mister Feeney knew that it would be Eric. And Eric's like surprised. no one had a heads up as to what was going on. <laughs> Eric was just like, "Hey, I'm going to show up to this class." Like, we've got no information at all. Like, how did he find the classroom if it wasn't for his name? Yeah, exactly. Um, And then everyone's kind of surprised, except Topanga. Topanga is, like, happy to see Eric. Topanga is eye-fucking Eric almost immediately (laughs) upon him coming in. And what's really interesting is that this is not the first time that this happens. Like, there's... I don't know. I, I've noticed a few times, like one or two moments throughout the series where they make Topanga like look at Eric that way. And it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Wait, so do you mean this is not the first time or is this not the last time? This is not the last time. Okay, because I was this like, I think the this last is, time. I looked at it and I don't know for sure, but I was like, I think this is the first time. No, 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 I, I, you're right. It, not the, it's, it's, this is not the last time this happens. There's another scene where like they're older and like 
to Topanga and Corey are on their bed and Eric starts working out and Topanga's like looking at him like lustfully and it's just really awkward. Well, is it awkward? Because I honestly, I think about it and especially since right now we know that Topanga doesn't know the connection of Corey and Eric. Eric is just a good looking and And you know what? Now is fine, but while they're dating, it, it, it weirds yeah, me out. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Finney is like, as we said, that there's no real idea of what anyone was getting into. And Finney's like, I thought they said they were sending over a good student. And even Eric's like, now nah, the good students have goals to pursue. I'm just trying to get out of algebra. Which is exactly why... I did any of that extra crap in high school. That is terrible. <laughs> that is absolutely terrible. I did it was just fun that. to get out of class. You felt like a cool kid when you just were able to like get out of class. Like so, I don't have to go to algebra. I actually did. I oh God, I'm realizing how much of a dork I was. I actually did all of those things for like the intent of helping out younger. Oh my goodness, you did a student over here, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, the minkus of my school. Uh, uh, no, that was like, but although actually, I always think about it. We actually were like half nerd, half popular kids, like our little group. Well, sure. I mean, I feel like for whatever reason, we kind of lucked out in that it was like kind of cool to be intelligent during the years we were in school. Because yeah, it, it seems was. like in 1993 or whatever this is happening, you were ostracized off the bat. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually really funny because I think it was like the we were in that transition period because right now, as we said, it is like to be smart is the cool thing. Like you, you know, it's it's it com- should be. <laughs> you have to be all of those things. You have to be smart and in um, like a, an athlete and all this other stuff. If you're being, yeah, I'm, basically like we've trained kids <laughs> to be what college expects of them. <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, man. Anyway, um, so the system, guys. <laughs> uh, a call, uh, but of course, when uh, Feeney addresses Eric, he's like Mr. Matthews, and Topanga's like Mr. Matthews and Eric's like oh yeah I'm Corey's older brother and so this is when like the class understands what's going on here why it's a little bit confusing but I was also like can you imagine what the other kids in class feel like they're like this kid is always interrupting him and the teacher clearly have a bond we get this guest lecturer which means like all right for once i I would have have if i were another student in that class i would have complained to my parents a while ago (laughs) and asked to be removed to to a different classroom with a teacher who actually pays attention to the other kids in class (laughs) Uh, so yeah and then uh the scene which is all this was our opening the scene kind of ends with eric giving terrible advice uh and making fun of minkus yeah basically saying like you don't want to be a loser like this kid and points to minkus which is so (laughs) harsh (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and he's like yeah you want to you know you know hang out with the seniors and the popular kids and just really just being as uh, superficial as possible. I mean, this is Eric, so, you know. And it, it almost <laughs> seems like he's, like, putting on airs, like he's trying to seem cool to a bunch of kids. And it's like, why Why is that, Eric? Which, why again, to, is who very are you trying Eric. to press? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what was going to say? Oh, yeah, that's our opening scene, and then we get our theme song. Oh, man, shoot me. Shoot me right in the heart. <laughs> Actually, this time, I didn't even mind. But you know what I also realized? I realized I stopped watching it. Like I'm like I I don't skip it because of like out of solidarity with you, but I also realize that I'm never paying attention to the opening scene. You know how like um 
what's that thing where people hang themselves while while they masturbate? And it's just, it's that, like, it's <laughs> that play of like death. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm getting so close to death, it feels good. That's kind of where I'm at with this right now. Oh, I literally, God. I just focus on it. <laughs> and it just it hurts but there's there's some joy that comes from that hurt <laughs> that is so messed up okay um leaving that and then on to our opening scene uh topanga has brought over brownies for the boys we're at the matthews house and she's just like she she, she brings over brownies specifically because Corey says in the opening scene how he had a great weekend because brownies were involved dude look at you making these connections i didn't no. even think about that yeah, and, and later in the episode, she brings over a monster movie. This chick is paying attention. She, Yo, already. As soon as she yeah. sets her eyes on, on, on Eric, she's like, I'm going to do whatever I need to to get this kid. Yeah, it's so funny that you said that and makes that observation. You're right. The girl is already on her path of conquering. I like it. You know, she points out that her sister Nebby made them. Uh, they're like, Nebby? Yeah, it's short for Nebula Stop the War Lawrence. <laughs> Another sister who we hear from in the season and never see her here from again. I thought I'm about assuming that. she dies with the grandma <laughs> and Sean's sister in some freak accident. <laughs> you know, honestly, I mean, for what we know with Boy Meets World, that's a complete plausibility. <laughs> like, we dive into Topanga's uh, family probably more so than Sean's family. I don't know. Pretty equal, I guess, on both sides. Yeah, equally. Never mentioned again anywhere. Yeah, Nebula is seen as an only child for the rest of the series, for the most part. You know what I assume? I'm going to just make this canon. I think Neb- Nebula, Stop the War Lawrence, does that thing where she gets a little bit older. She starts to rebel, and she becomes a Republican. And, like, her family just disowns her. <laughs> disowns her. You yeah, know what? That's, that's, that's what we're going to assume. Yeah, that's, because, a, that's, a, that's better than death. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, to be honest, think about it. If, this, if your middle name is Stop the War, um, and this is, like, early 90s, late 80s, nothing appeals to you more than, like, rebelling against your parents and, and the flash of Wall Street, and that's something that I could see her parents just being like, nah, we can't. Or maybe her sister is older, who is older, yeah. moved and lives in Pittsburgh, which is why when Topanga's family is like, hey, we're moving to Pittsburgh, it's not to, like, pull Topanga away, it's to be closer to Nebby. Ah, also mm, uh, mm, throwing that fan theory little out fan there, theories going on. Two on that, <laughs> but then Morgan comes downstairs, of course, and she takes to Topanga very quickly, and she says this little line, which I find cute. She's like, "I want to see more of her and less of him," referring to Sean, uh, which is kind of what starts to happen. But what's it, Morgan's beef with Sean? <laughs> I mean, think about it. I think for as far as uh, Morgan's concerned. He's just the older brother. He's more testosterone in the house, whereas Topanga is a little sister figure. You know what I mean? Well, Topanga's immediately nice to her because she understands that by getting close to Eric's little sister, she has an in. Yo, you are giving Topanga credits for these master class. She knows (laughs) she picks up all the things immediately. It's wild. Yeah. uh, Sean points out these little things. He's like, uh, yo, Topanga comes over. She's bringing brownies. She's trying to get in with your sister. Uh, And uh, yeah. Everyone, sorry, Corey is a little bit like, a, what, what does that all mean? And, you know, Sean's like, or Eric is like, Corey and Topanga sitting in a tree. And I honestly just got so giddy because, like, I know the future. Well, that's the first time we hear someone refer to them as Corey and Topanga. As, like, I know, and I love it. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, it's great. It's great, guys. And I love that, like, they honestly, they really take their time with it. Like, you'll notice that Corey and Spango don't even really, like, get together at all until, like, season three or so. Like, I love that they're just, like, baby-stepping our way to their relationship. Yeah, no, I am so happy that they take their time with it uh, because it feels earned and... Natural, organic. It's very natural and organic. And then also, I think the chemistry is just so there. And it's also that point where, like, you see them dating other people and you see them doing other things, and it's like, as an audience, you're like, just come on, like, we want this to happen. <laughs> Let's make it, like, and I love that they're living, like, having us, you know, so invested like that. Yeah, they were our Ross and Rachel for, like, the sixth totally, set. Totally. <laughs> okay, but, uh, Corey, by the way, at this time, if we're talking about it, Corey's like, uh, yo, Minkus wants her. He doesn't even, he doesn't even say i don't want her he goes minkus wants her so like what's even the big deal about it is Corey respecting minkus's like dibs on yeah, Topanga? i think he is he's like yo minkus called dibs it's <laughs> weird uh, but sean's like yo she's not at minkus's house you know and minkus squishes on her. no i actually i actually wrote this line because the reason why i wrote it is because to me it sounded like something that joey would say on friends <laughs> sean goes it all has to start somewhere minkus gets squishy about Topanga. she gets squishy about you one day you're solid as a rock next day squish yeah it is <laughs> It just seemed very like Seinfeld, like something that I would hear adults say that would it, it was odd to hear Ryder Strong say. Yeah, you know, honestly, I felt like it fit Ryder Strong's character because, as we've said, he's exposed to TV a little bit more. Yeah, and it seems like he's just watching the shows that we were also watching at the time. <laughs> exactly, um, and I love it because then immediately Amy and Eric come home, uh, and when they come home, Topanga comes downstairs with Morgan. Which now that you said something. I think that, you know, Topanga's like, oh, Eric just arrived. <laughs> we should go downstairs, Morgan. You know what I mean? And uh, immediately, Corey puts Topanga outside. He's like, no. What, to, what Corey does is he's done this before, too, where he kissed her out in the rudest way possible. Amy says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, she does. She's like, well, that wasn't very polite. But, like, she doesn't say, like, hey, let her back in. Corey, go apologize. She doesn't say, she's like, well, oh, oh, boys. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but then the whole family starts to make fun of Corey because they're like, ah, Corey and Topanga. This is what's starting to happen. And, uh, oh, my gosh. It's a cute it's little so moment. so rude. <laughs> I mean, it is very rude. But uh, then uh, what, the, what happened when... Uh, Eric came in is it, we learned that it's his responsibility to take out the trash. So in the next scene, we see Eric actually taking out the trash, and you have Topanga in the background, hanging in the background like a goddamn psychopath, like Michael Myers watching Jamie <laughs> Lee. Like, what are you doing? Go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while he's taking out the trash, Feeney is also taking out the garbage, and um, you know. Eric's like, hey, well, Mr. Feeney, did you enjoy me uh, coming to your class? And Feeney's like, you know, I found the class found you amusing and entertaining, um, but I feel like you could have been more informative. Yeah, and then Corey, uh, Feeney starts talking about how, like, um, you know, they, they're leaving their sheltered world in middle school, and they're entering, you know, all these other kids, with all, mixing in with all these other kids they've never met before, and you should probably talk to them about, like, adult issues drugs and alcohol and when he starts talking about drugs and alcohol i was like oh i did not expect the show to go in that direction at all you know what so i'm gonna point it out that 
I noticed a pattern, and we can talk a little bit more about it, but I noticed a pattern of this where it's like a, we get a theme um, at the beginning or like we get a setup at the beginning of an episode, and I'm like, a, oh, I know where this episode is going, and then it just kind of pivots, and you're like, a, oh, I think you can and go it and talk pivots, about that. <laughs> it pivots whenever, like, it just takes that turn down real street. Yeah. Because <laughs> Feeney's like, oh, yeah, you know, they're going to high school. How is it for them to get, you know, alcohol? How is it for them to get drugs? And how, you know, and all these things. And Eric's like, oh, it's kind of super easy to get drugs and alcohol. Which makes me wonder, what school is he going to? Because <laughs> well, the no. John Adams High that I know doesn't seem like a place where you could just readily get drugs and alcohol all right if there's one thing you and i know is how easy it is to get drugs and alcohol when you go to a white school oh <laughs> uh, you know what you're right <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but like i do think that it's important because it points out eric is like a yo i'm no role model and feeny is like the moment you walked into that class you became one um, which is also funny because we know that Topanga's in the background watching, proving Feeney's point. But it also, as you said, it took sure. something lighthearted like Eric coming into class and disrupting everything. And it made it very real. And it also kind of like showed Eric that, you know, it's not just all in fun and games. You have some responsibility, even if you think you don't. And it's also interesting because what Feeney asked Eric to do is to, like, he says, are you know? Are you into drugs and alcohol? And Eric's like, well, I'm not into that stuff. So basically, Eric was only talking about his own experience. He wasn't talking about the experience that people who aren't, you know, good looking, you know, middle class white boys, you know, what their experience might be like. And so by you know, Feeney challenging him that like, hey, if you wanted to get drugs, if you wanted to get alcohol, how easy would it be? You no, know, just making him think outside of his own experience i thought was really interesting yeah also you know it's uh it's funny because uh again how one of the purposes of this show that we're doing is to kind of show um how we've learned from this show and ways that it uh reflects current life and one of the things that i thought of is um on my Instagram account for my birthday last year, I went to Cuba and like I had, you know, of course, rum and I'm like smoking cigars and stuff because it's Cuba. And one of my younger nephews, um, he our cousins comments on my Instagram. He's like a, 11 or 10 or something like that. And he's like, oh, you smoke cigars with a question mark. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I don't. Like, I, I, I never really smoke cigars. But like, immediately I understood like, oh, this kid's watching me. And I'm just like having yeah, your response would be I do when I'm in fucking Cuba, <laughs> <laughs> not to an 11 year old. But yeah, you know, it oh, was. Man. I mean, if anyone else asked, that's what my answer was. When like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But it is, it is that strange thing of when you realize you were unintentionally a role model. Exactly. Uh, but I that was just something that was a surprise to me. And I think that that's what this episode is tapping into, um, that when you're older, you're being watched and even if you don't think you are. Sure, sure. Okay, so in our next scene, uh, we have, they're in the cafeteria, and like I said, Sean is, I mentioned this last episode, Sean is growing, and he's apparently eating, and also apparently smelling. Uh, they they refer to Sean's ever-changing body a lot in this episode. 
the first thing I noticed about this scene is that Corey is wearing a Mighty Ducks jersey. I did notice um, that, and I knew you would notice it, which is why I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, again, it's ABC and Disney, just like they did a full house shout out last episode. Like they're just shouting out their own stuff. Like they're dropping their own name over and over again. Of course, cross promotion. I guess, I mean, I guess you're right. You ain't wrong. Topanga comes over and she tells the boys that uh, she has a video that she thinks they want to see. Godzilla goes to college (laughs) and the boys are thrilled. Yeah. All right. So this is one of those things where I, it's one of those moments where I was like taken out of it. And I was like, is this show written on the West Coast? Because Sean goes, that's when Godzilla eats UCLA. UCLA, and yeah. I was like, uh, who chooses UCLA as like their point of reference? Like that is totally sure. like a well, writer room. They named her Topanga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a writer room thing for sure. Yeah, this was just like, uh, hey, what what do we pass on the way to work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, getting back into it, she's like, uh, oh, you know, they're like, all right, well, when can I borrow it? She's like, well, I'm not allowed to let it out of my sight. And they're like, okay, all well, these terms, yeah. all these conditions to make the situation exactly what she wants it to be. Oh, you can you can watch the movie, but I have to stay with you, and I have to be with you the entire time. Exactly. What? Uh, and I think it's really funny uh, because she uh, gets her way. Corey's like, all right, fine, come over to my place. And again, Sean's just like, uh, she's got you. This is amazing. And Corey's like, look, all I want from her are brownies and videos. <laughs> yeah. And Minkus goes on to be like, uh, you know, Corey, you were pretending we were pretending to be close friends the yeah. whole time. And no, I'm sorry, what he says because I wrote it down that all these years pretending to be my close friend, and then Corey goes close as in Philadelphia is close to Neptune. Yeah, I did think that that was funny uh, because it is, it does point out like the different idea of how they see their relationship. And uh, when I look at it, it does make sense because Minkus is consistently coming over to Corey and Sean as if they are all, you know, they're friends. Like it's Yeah, super- despite having the alternative kids group that we saw in like episode three or four, it seems like Minkus only ever talks and hangs out to Sean and Corey. Exactly. Or Topanga. And yeah. I mean it it, it they, there is clearly this divide and we see that Corey and Sean don't necessarily see Topanga and Minkus on their level but Minkus and Topanga constantly are interrupting or joining conversations featuring Corey and Sean cuz in their mind they're all close yeah yeah uh, yeah, well, but, uh, and I think it's just that thing in elementary school, too, where you don't have the opportunity to break off into cliques yet. So you're still just mingling with people that you probably wouldn't be friends with in real life. That's a very good point. Um, Minkus is like, you're doing all of this to just get close to Topanga. And in a kind of bit of um, hubris, Mink is like, do you really care about her or are you just doing this to humiliate me? And I was like, what? Like, who? Who do you think you are where Corey is spending this much time thinking about ways to get to you? And he, again, he's referring to Topanga as if they're a couple, but Topanga has no interest in Minkus whatsoever. <laughs> this is just him protecting his dibs on a human. <laughs> I love that you keep calling it dibs. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> uh, 
Corey's like, look, I don't want girls to like me. And why is everything changing? Which it is. Oh, and man. You don't even know. You don't even know, Corey. Exactly. And uh, he, Corey has like this moment. He's like, well, why must I be so good looking? Which is one of the very few times we see Corey actually have like an ego about his looks. So I think it's. Oh, or, or even a, a positive body image. Exactly. Like he suffers from negative body image throughout a, most of the series. Yeah. So I'm just really happy uh, that we get this little moment of him. But to kind of like turn the knife after that point, Sean's opening it up to Panga's notebook and he's reading it where it's like it says Mrs. Matthews and Topanga Matthews and it says Mrs. Eric Matthews, which shows us that uh, it wasn't Corey that Topanga was vying for. Yeah, and I again, I thought this was just a really interesting move because, um, I don't know, it seems like even if they're not together now, they have envisioned for them to get together later. And it was just, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just getting weird over the whole brother thing. But to me, it just, it seems like an interesting dynamic to throw in there that, like, you know, she had a crush. Or maybe, again, I don't have siblings. I don't understand the dynamic. So maybe that's just, like, <laughs> a thing for someone to be like, oh, I like you. No, I like your brother. It's sad. Uh, trust me, it is, well, I don't know. I'm maybe showing my whole side. But it's definitely <laughs> a thing where you're just like, a, oh, wow. Like, I really into you. And then you meet someone's family member. You're like, oh, hey, what's up? What's good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the things I liked about you, but less of the awful stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't know that th- this came in variety. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you have the fact that right now, like, I don't think that they knew where Boy Meets World would go. I think right now, you're not wrong that they expected Corey and Topanga to have some kind of future together and there's chemistry there, but not enough to where it wouldn't make sense for Topanga to crush on Eric. Well, and I also think that the way Eric handles this is the only way that this episode works in a way that's good, I guess? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. okay. So in our next scene, Corey comes in and he tells Eric that Topanga is in love with him. Um, and Eric responds immediately being like, yo, Topanga's too young to have feelings like this. Uh, you're too young to understand the pain of love at 11. Uh, wait till you're 16. <laughs> Yeah, and even Eric, I'm just like, 16, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. It's like Eric's like a, you're too young, and everyone, all adults watching. Like, and, and I think this is, this is again, a commentary on the fact that Eric is even the one going to talk to them. He's You're, you're having a, a kid talk to another kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's like uh, John Mulaney has a joke where he's like, I had a 12-year-old watch me when I was eight. It's like <laughs> having a horse watch a dog. <laughs> God, I love John Mulaney. And that is hilarious. <laughs> Eric um, Eric also thinks that Corey's a little jealous, which I have to admit, I kind of think so, too. It's like a, he doesn't really know that he's jealous. He doesn't know what he feels about women. I think that just girls in general are just such a question mark to him that he, even if he does feel jealousy, he has no idea why or, like, what's the root of it. Yeah, but I also like that we lean into this. We because they kind of, I mean, one of the things that you pointed out early on in the season uh, is that Corey's confusion is what drives this series. And like just not knowing about things and not knowing how he feels about things or how to deal with things. and Or the fact that other people seem to be 
understanding things way better than he does or seem to be excelling at things that he's struggling at. Exactly. And I think that I like that we we don't jump into Corey having crushes. We This is an episode where Corey doesn't necessarily have a crush on Topanga. He just notices that Topanga has a crush. And what does that mean? And it's a, t- a crush that he thought was on him, but now is on his brother instead. Exactly, which also is like a, another thing of like Corey being like, a, oh, even when I thought, you know, this weird thing was happening to me, it's not. So what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so he goes, but he does point out, he's like, uh, yeah, I just want to be Topanga's boyfriend so we can name our children Chewbacca and Plankton. And I actually really laughed because, again, knowing the future, they really named them Riley and Augie. But so. Well, not only did you really laugh, the audience laugh break there was outrageous. There was someone in the audience who lost their damn minds <laughs> when they heard that joke. Like, long after, like, they're trying to continue the thing, and you can still hear this person just a full guffaw coming from the back of the audience. That's funny. Was, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're watching this or you plan to, go back and watch that scene. You can hear it, and it's very disruptive. <laughs> uh, but you know what's interesting about all of this is Corey wants Eric to let Topanga down easy. So it does mean that he does kind of care for Topanga in some way. You know, he cares about her feelings. Yeah, and this and this is the in the same way that he I guess was trying to not portray uh Minkus. Portray, uh Minkus in the in the earlier scene when he was trying to respect Minkus's dibs. I think we're just trying to show that like Corey is a considerate person. He's trying to be a good person. He's just more confused than someone who's making malicious bad choices. Yeah, um cuz enter Alan and Alan's like, "Yo, your mom told me that you were having girl problems." And Corey's like, a, "It's not just any girl, it's like a weird girl." And not like normal girls are weird, but like a, she eats sandwiches made out of brown rice weird, which for a 11-year-old boy is like the weirdest she can be. Yo, I'm and I'm just thinking about just like, you know, all those grains that she's getting in. You know, like that's <laughs> like she's clearly tracking her macros like let her do I love her. that you said that i was literally about to be like tracking her macros <laughs> yeah you know say what you want to but topanga's a, she she's a well nourished <laughs> yeah yeah she she grows up well okay um alan is like a yo get used to that feeling of being confused because like when it comes to girls that never goes away well i do have to say that Alan does kind of do this a lot where like Corey will just be like, man, I'm so confused by this. And Alan or someone else is just like, huh, get used to it, kid. And that's just the conclusion of that conversation. That is definitely an Alan or a TV, not a, a, a TV dad, but like a dad response. Cause I feel like and, Amy does a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to these moments. If Alan wasn't prepared, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Okay, um, next scene we have, Eric answers the door, and it's Topanga, and, okay, he knows that Topanga has a crush on him, and he's like, yo, Topanga, take a seat, and she immediately sits on the floor. Sits down on the ground, I was like, damn, that's some coming to America shit. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, a, she's yo, so incapable. Where's she at, though? Where's she at, though? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yo, uh, that's cool, but how about you sit on the couch? And she responds, anything you want. And I'm like, oh, girl, don't start. Don't start Again, that. Coming to America. 
anything you like. Like, it's the same thing. Just when a girl is thirsty, she is down for whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think I'm like, oh, but you know what's also really interesting to me, and we're about to go into this, is that Boy Meets World is a show about Corey. But at the exact same time, while Corey's learning all of this lessons, it never stops to teach the side characters lessons either. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a a setup where it has to, or in any other show, that it wouldn't necessarily take the time to teach other characters these lessons that are, at this point in time, secondary. But it's taking the time where it's like, yo, Topanga's about to get a lesson and learn some things as well and i think they handle from, from eric of all people like yeah. and that's the cool thing about this is that uh, so i feel like most of the climactic scenes of this episode don't even include Corey. exactly which shows just how much they're really investing into these side characters because i honestly once you get to like second or third season you feel like you know all of these characters so well because we've taken time to establish them and figure out their family lives and figure out what their dreams are and what makes them hurt and all of these things we know um because because the show does such a great job of showing us all of these facets of them. Yeah, well, like, even, um, I was thinking about last episode with Minkus, and remember how, um, Feeny was like, a, this is a lesson that will be good for you to learn, Minkus, that not every yeah. the right answer, and you were like, whoa, we were learning with Corey, but it was something that applied directly and was probably more influential to Minkus, and I think that's well, going on right now yeah and uh, just in the same vein Corey is learning a lesson that topanga is learning um but just uh, differently and at different paces yeah correct um so anyway eric tries to wingman for Corey and steer topanga in that direction and you know he's like a she responds like yeah he's a very nice young boy um you know she she goes to eric he's like yeah but he's a little bit young and Eric points out that she's young too, and that you know they they're good because they're young together. And this is when Topanga replies, "But I have an old soul." And to which Eric says, <laughs> "Here's a little tip for you, Topanga. Not a lot of guys are going to be after your soul." Yeah. Ooh. Again, damn, that hurts to hear. Yeah, it but it's also it's also really enlightening uh and and helpful for someone like Topanga like can you imagine this he basically just told Topanga that there's you know that she will be objectified and it's like what she values about herself is is this a conversation a man should be having with her I don't know if it's necessarily first of all Eric's not a man and then second of all well you know what I mean like just like him like mansplaining how like I don't I don't know maybe that's not the case I don't think it's really mansplaining here I mean I don't know it could be I'm a dude but what I'm saying is (laughs) what I'm saying is the fact that Eric he does I'll say get a sense of responsibility it's not like he was explaining to Topanga um this theory out of the blue he literally she was like throwing herself at him and he's like yo yeah for sure uh, well and i also think that he's talking to her in the same way that i would imagine him talking to morgan when she got older like he's talking to her in a very 
um, appropriate and friendly and polite way. Um, even though like that's kind of a harsh truth, you're right. It's a truth that she needs to know going into high school, I guess. Exactly. Um, and Eric was like, yo, I don't think you're ready. And she's like, no, I'm definitely ready. And she goes in for a kiss and Eric's like, oh, okay, well maybe you're more ready than I thought you were just in terms of like, of knowing what you, what the next steps are. Um, but and what's really cool is that Eric, um, like he understands he he says something about Corey thinking that Topang is really smart. Yeah, he which says I love the fact that Eric's like, hey, I know you're like focusing on like my looks and like your kind of crush here, but let's redirect and talk about how smart you are and like other things that make you special as a person that aren't physical. Yeah, um, he thought was cool. He does, and he's like, yo, Corey tells. Sorry, he says that. Corey tells me that you're re- that he thinks you're really smart, and she was like, "I don't have to be smart." And oh, oh, another hard thing to hear. Yeah, it, it, it is hard to hear, but again, it's a reality, and that's what I love about Boy Meets World. Man. Is this is like the beginning of Topanga's journey as a character, um, which we have the foresight of knowing that this is the beginning of it, but. They didn't have to do this. What they essentially did was they were like, we have female audience members who are watching this and they need to know as well that there are going to be moments where you're going to want to change yourself for a dude. And ultimately, like, you know, when she's like, I don't have to be smart if that's not what you don't want. Eric's response is you're going to have to be smart because a lot of guys won't take your aura for an answer. And I was yeah. like, yo, I mean, I mean, that's it. Uh, yeah, I just I I don't know. I guess that when I heard that little girl saying I don't have to be smart. Yeah, it, it it's it really like hurt because I do know the, the truth of it. But I wonder, I do wonder because there's nothing about Topanga's character that leads me to believe that she would ever compromise her intelligence for a boy later on. And I do wonder if the Topanga we know is because Eric told her when she was 11, hey, stay true to yourself. You know, is Eric to blame for for Topanga being awesome? I think that you could say that. I mean, like, I don't want to give Fan theory. all the there. credit. But yeah, no, I think I think that you're right. I think... As Topanga gets smarter, Eric gets dumber. Fan <laughs> theory. So Figure it out. Her, he's like giving her his energy. It's like a, a what is it called? A soul swap thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't. I I don't know what happened, but I just know that Topanga is, is becomes like so like um, true to herself and so just like uh, fiercely intelligent that something about this conversation clearly has an impact on her. No, and I agree. I will say that what's interesting is when he says that you know there are going to be guys out there who don't take aura as an answer, which by the way is very heavy. Um, yeah, to- too heavy. Topanga goes, what do you mean? And that shows that, A, she doesn't really understand what she's getting her into. I mean, if you don't understand, if you're not able to decipher that, then it shows that she really is young, which we know as an audience. And Eric responds that, you know, a real relationship is based more on looks. Um, Yeah, and what I love about this is, so Eric's schooling Topanga on, hey, a relationship is based on more than looks, but Topanga in the opening sequence was trying to school Corey about how, you know, anyone who judges someone on their appearance is someone I dislike because he was judging Dinkus. Yeah. But she's doing the same thing from the opposite perspective. She's making judgments based on how attractive someone is, not how unattractive they are. 
Yeah. It's the same learning that's happening. It's the same learning. But what I really like is she's like, uh, you're so smart, which again, it's not that he's really that smart. It's just that he knows more than her and he was able to answer her question and he's attractive and when you're attracted to someone anything they do is just like the best thing um, I mean I guess and and of course Eric even though he is trying to be very helpful he's also like basking in the fact that you know he's being uh, idealized he's like you know what I am smart and that's because I am I know that having a relationship is based more on looks and to do so would just make you stupid and superficial. Of course, he goes to answer the door, and we meet Nebula, Topanga's older sister, where she's like, hi, I'm who, Nebula. <laughs> and, who who kind of looks like Carrie Russell's character? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. I thought of the same thing. I just thought it was interesting that we met Nebula at all, considering that she either moves to Pittsburgh, or she's ostracized from the family, or dies. <laughs> Those are the only three options, by the way. We will accept nothing else. Prove us wrong, guys. <laughs> Topanga sees how into Air. Sorry, how much Eric is into Nebula, and Eric starts her- macking on Topanga's sister right in front of Topanga, right after this whole conversation. Like, he doesn't wait at all. And he doesn't even care. He, like, almost ignores Topanga at that point and focuses solely on Nebula. Well, he officially says, hi, I'm stupid and superficial, which kind of shows us that even though he knows the right answer, Eric's about to undermine everything he just said to this girl. (laughs) By the way, me calling her Nebula, like, me actually having to say that as someone's name (laughs) made me hate myself. I don't know... (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm it's a so cute sorry name. If this is someone's actual name because that's a stupid name. That is a cute name, Nebula. Ah, ah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, actually, isn't there like um, isn't Xenon like remember that show like or that movie that the Disney Channel movie? Yeah, isn't her friend's name Nebula? Well, I would expect that on the show called Xenon. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's hanging around with people named Corey and Sean. Like, it just doesn't add up. Uh, her name is Topanga. I'm not surprised. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Feeny, in our next scene, Feeny is reading to the class the cremation of Sam McGee. Um, and... Which, by the way, this is the only time in the entire show that I've seen Corey engaged in the classroom. <laughs> he is, like, hanging on every line that Feeny is saying. And I'm like, where are we seeing this enthusiasm come from? Well, the boys, the dude's about to get cremated into, and as far as Corey's concerned, this is so cool. We're basically witnessing a live cremation. Oh, man. In poetry form. Um, but that's when Eric comes in, because in the last scene, Eric kind of understood that he gave this really important lesson to this younger kid, and then he undermined it with his behavior. So to kind of make up for it, Eric... Co- well, I, I don't even think it's just, just a panga. I think his conversation with Feeney about, you know, talking to him about more adult subjects had an effect on him to begin with, and he wanted to kind of clarify things for the rest of the class as well. Yeah, no, I think I think that it was both of them. I think it was the conversation from Feeney made him made the wheel start turning, but it was really when he saw how he handled things with Topanga that made him want to come back to the class. 
or maybe even just seeing how naive Topanga was and yeah. just being like, hey, no, we have to give these kids some kind of heads up. Because if they walk into high school just starting to kiss anyone they think is cute, like it's not going to be a good situation. So you're saying that's not how I should be living my life? <laughs> no, you're an adult, TJ. You live your life the way you want to. Yeah, thank you. I needed that encouragement. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric comes into class and he's like, uh, can I speak for uh, for a second? And, of course, Feeney gives him the floor, and he's like, you know, you've all known each other since kindergarten, and a lot of you are going to start thinking different. Sorry, you're going to meet new kids from different schools, and a lot of them are going to start thinking differently. Um, and Minkus kind of speaks up, and he's like, well, what do you mean? And Eric's like, well, do you smoke? And Minkus is like, no. And he's like, well, what if other people do? Um, and, you know, at first, Minkus is like, yeah, well, I'm, I he don't. He swears. He's like, I would never do that. He goes on to this whole thing about how unhealthy it is and how he's too smart to get involved in something like that. Eric immediately goes, well, what if Topanga says it's cool? And he's like, sign me up. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and then, so. He, he drops his, like, he there's no convention like conviction to him at all like he immediately drops it for topanga yeah for topanga which again starts to show you how when you're in puberty and you're dealing with these things how you think you know something and you think you know what you'll do but the whole purpose of this conversation is you're going to be tried in different ways and your convictions are going to be challenged um and right before i move on from that though i just want to say there's this bit where Eric asked Topanga what she thinks about smoking, and she's like, I think it's vile. And Minkus is like, I'm trying to quit. Trying to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, you know, a great, fun little TV bet. But, um... Perfect amount of Minkus in this episode, I thought. Yeah. Perfect it, amount. It's a great amount of Minkus. And uh, basically, we're starting to talk about peer pressure. And while we're doing this, Corey's like, oh, look, Eric, we're not into that stuff. We are into baseball and comics. And Eric's like, yeah, well, that's going to change, you know? Yeah, it changes right off the bat. Like, honestly, like, again, this is what what struck me about the season was all this talk about baseball and comic books. It just seems so weird to hear them talk about it so much um, because it's so not talked about in the other seasons. Um, So, yeah, when he says it's going to change, I was like, yeah, it really is. You know what's really funny about this is I'm I'm thinking specifically about something, a show like Saved by the Bell, where it is, like, fun and it's nonsense and it's kid acting, um, but then you get a season where we change everything and all of a sudden we're into more mature topics. And I think a show like Boy Meets World, what they did was they saw early on and they did this slow pivot that kind of told us we were going into more mature topics, whereas another show would have just been like, oh, and the next season we're into boys. Well, I think the other big difference between the two is that uh, despite being on like Friday nights, um, it, it's still a primetime show. This is a show for families, whereas Saved by the Bell was on Saturday mornings. It was specifically for kids. So I think just by them trying to make a story that would appeal to adults as well as children, they were forced to kind of handle more mature topics. Yeah, no, I actually, I, I really just applaud this show for the way that it um, handles things. Um, but again, Eric is like, you know, what you're into will change, just like the schools will change, just like you're going to change and your feelings are going to change. And 
Eric's like, how do you know this? I'm sorry, Corey's like, how do you even know this? And Eric responds, he goes, because you're growing up and some of you already have. And there's like this little moment of Eric and Topanga not quite calling each other out, but like, you know, having an understanding. Well, and him just acknowledging that like, you know what, you guys aren't kids anymore. And he kind of, it's almost in a way... um not really disrespecting Topanga in any way, but just acknowledging the fact that, like, wow, you're you guys aren't kids anymore. You're growing up, and like, just from the interactions I've seen with you, I've seen that you're you're growing up. So, um, I don't think it was an awkward thing at all. Topanga didn't seem awkward by the eye contact that happened. Well, um, no, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't mean it as awkward. I meant it more as like a sentimental, uh, you know, sure, bond sure. moment without actually yeah. calling her out, you know, and being like, a, yeah. Well, this happened with Topanga and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we have the next scene, which is Minkus doing this whole she loves me, she loves me not thing. And, you know, again, it's very interesting that we chose Minkus for this because we know that Minkus is smart and intelligent, but he kind of still can't help fighting these, let's call them urges of like our... He's Urkel. Yeah. He's, He's as obsessed with knowledge as he is with women. Yeah, exactly. And it's very interesting. Eric and Sean are like, you know, not Eric, Corey and Sean are like, you know, we're going to make a pact and we're going to stay the same. Everyone else is uh, moving forward, but we're going to be the well, same. Well, Corey says, this love thing will kill us if we if we let it. And I was like, Corey, you, you don't even know. Like, yeah, you don't even know. You, you don't even understand what you just said, bro. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> And, but as soon as they say that, we get a new girl. She's like, hi, I'm new here. Uh, and Sean is smitten immediately with his new girl. Uh, and it's interesting because this, in, like, in this episode just now, we saw Sean go from, like, Corey's best friend to ladies' man. Yeah. He has a personality of his own now. Yeah. That's exactly. separate from Corey. Yeah. And this is such a perfect dynamic for Corey because as someone <laughs> who doesn't understand women at all, for him to have a best friend who has it so easy with women just confuses the hell out of him and it just makes his character, I don't know, it really drives a lot of interesting stories. What I really love about it is they haven't even finished shaking hands off of the pact that they made and <laughs> this <laughs> happens and Corey's hand is like still in Sean's and Corey's like, yo, we have a deal. We just made this deal. Like, it's not even... We haven't separated hands yet. And Sean's like, I'm sorry. I gotta go, man. And, like, Corey's still holding on, which is very true to, like, Corey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, it's also a similar joke to what happened with Eric, of him just answering the door and going, hi, I'm stupid and superficial. Just those immediate changes whenever a girl comes in. Exactly. I love it. Um, So, that's the end of the episode. We get a little epilogue of me is teaching the boys French, which is all right. So what's weird about this? We get like all these jokes about French and you know how different it is and America first nonsense. Um, but then Eric comes in and he's like, uh, "Who cares how the French talk? I like how they kiss." And Mika's is like, "They kiss differently too." And Eric's like, "Yeah." And just so you know, the tongue is not silent. And I was even like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> that that seemed really. But you know what? That seemed like something a, an older brother would say. Oh, definitely. Okay, so um, that's our episode. You ready to get into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeny taught me. 
Feeney taught me. Um, well, I think that I have to give Eric the credit for teaching the lesson here. Oh, you no, know, you know what? Feeney teaches Eric the lesson. I don't know. I don't know who to give credit to. But basically, I feel like the story, the, the lesson that we're supposed to get out of this is that um, you're either in a position of leadership and you have to watch how people view you or you have to... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Topanga learns or Corey learns. I guess that just that love is happening or I don't well, know. No, what, what, I, I, I agree with you. I, uh, to kind of go back to what you're saying, I think that one of the main lessons of this episode is that um, you may not see yourself as a role model, but you should behave like one because there are people who are watching. Um, and then when it comes to the kids, I think the lessons is that they're – that change is going to happen and you need to prepare yourself for it. I also think a lesson is don't judge someone based on looks, which Corey does negatively and Topanga does positively, but leads them down the same path of, of compromising like people based on the way they look and compromising themselves. Um, just, just that whole sub story, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, lots so, of lessons. Lots of yeah, lessons. Right? There were a lot, this was a very lesson-filled hep- episode, and I, I think it handled the topic, which is these little kids entering puberty uh, in a very good way. And also, in a what's interesting about it is, I didn't think about it till just now, but we kind of have our first real puberty story with Topanga, and you know, the whole girl's mature before guys thing um i think it's very very yeah it it is interesting because we deal a lot more with Corey's version of puberty in like the next season or two um so it's interesting to see topanga already going through that now as as if they understood that like yeah she's gonna mature way faster exactly and then they also in this episode show us that sean is maturing physically uh and again i just think that it's really I applaud them for pointing out that these things aren't just happening behind the scenes, that this is a really big, they're going to dive into the really big parts of these characters and, and how their bodies changing affects their storylines. Sure. Sure. Okay. So grade, where are you giving this episode? I guess I'll give it a B. Yeah. I think it's a B plus episode. I mean, you know me, I'm I'm very forgiving. I think they handle everything really well. I think the comedy's done really well. Um, and I think all of our characters are used well. Oh, man, B plus seems kind of high, but all right, all right. Hey, we, we have our own grading system. We've talked about this numerous times, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah okay yeah that's fine all right so anyway that is our episode thank you so much for listening uh, make sure that you are checking out all of the stuff on twitter that you come see us at brummeets world or email us at brummeets world at gmail you can find me on twitter at extra siege that's x-t-r-a-c-e-e-j uh tony Oh, yeah, you can find me um, at Anna Kendrick Retweets on Twitter. Um, you can also find me at a Braver Me on Instagram. Um, but also, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, go YouTube to Panga's uh, Daniel Official's uh, rap video. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I was going to say. On, on YouTube. Make sure that you're checking that out as well, because that was just a, a great moment of joy. And if you haven't already, definitely check out uh, Black Hogwarts. That 
It's literally oh, on Twitter. Please look at Black Hogwarts yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> it is, it's literally all will make your life. All right, you guys, remember to dream, try, try. and do, do good. good. All right, later, bros. Later, bro.